Hello everyone and welcome to episode 3 of SIDcast. I'm your host, David Gibson, and today we have Scott Miles of Ohio Dominican with me today. Hi Scott, do you like my office? I love your office, this, it's beautiful. It's my kitchen. <laughs> so, uh, for, first off everybody, I apologize for my voice. My, my throat's been hurting a lot, uh, a little bit here in the past couple of days, but I, I'm well enough to actually do this. So, Scott, uh, I guess we'll go ahead and jump right into it. Um, According to your bio, you're an English professional writing degree from Capital University. How in the world did you get into sports information? Yeah, um, I went to uh, went to Capital to D three school uh, in Columbus, Ohio. Um, I went there to play baseball, and I uh, wanted to get into journalism uh, originally. Um, and uh, while I was there, uh, you know, I qualified for a work study position. And, uh, you know, I was kind of looking around at the positions that were available and saw something that said sports information on it. And I thought, well, that seems pretty interesting. Um, you know, it seemed a lot better than, you know, working in the cafeteria or, or whatever, yeah. some of those other jobs that, that were posted. So um, so I reached out, uh, you know, at the start of my freshman year uh, to Lenny Wright, who was the SID at Capital, um, and asked him about the position. Um, at the same time, I was uh, started working for the school newspaper there, um, and uh, was doing some other writing for some uh, weekly newspapers in Columbus, uh, covering high school sports. So uh, that's kind of how I, I, I fell into it. Um, was I, you know, I got started early during my freshman year. Um, after by the time I got to my sophomore junior year, uh, you know, I kind of realized that that was working in sports information was something that I really enjoyed doing. Uh, Lenny was terrific, uh, was, a, was a great mentor uh, for me uh, all the way back then and continues to be so today. Um, and, you know, he really, he really pushed me and, um, you know, showed me the ropes as to, you know, what it took to be a good SID. And, uh, you know, from there, it really just all kind of fell into place. Um, and, uh, you know, I realized that um, obviously the state of the journalism industry isn't uh, isn't the greatest, uh, you know, unfortunately at this point. So, um, you know, having the opportunity to uh, to work in sports in a little bit of a different fashion than, right. um, you know, than I had originally thought, um, but still doing a lot of the things that, you know, excited me, interested me. Uh, you know, obviously there's still a lot of writing involved, uh, you know, the job and um, you know being able to do some broadcasting and um, you know and really just you know working with our, our student athletes and the coaches and building those relationships um, you know it was really kind of what I realized was my passion and, and what I wanted to do with my career. Do you think that academic background like you said uh, with the writing uh, really helped you with that transition to sports information? Oh, absolutely. Um, it, it made it 10 times easier, um, without a doubt. Um, you know, I started, um, back when I was in high school, I was, um, you know, writing, uh, for our high school newspaper, uh, doing sports, uh, then, and, um, you know, and I had my own sports blog for a while. And so I was, I was always writing and, uh, that made, definitely made that transition a lot easier. Um, you know, even, even today, you know, some of my 
work study students or my GAs that I've had, I mean, they kind of laugh because you know, I can, you know, you're cranking out these recaps in right. five or ten minutes, and um, you know, you're getting on to the next one, and and they're always just kind of amazed how you know I can do it. I'm like, well, I've been I've been doing this for a long time now. Right. Um, you know, it's uh, um, you know definitely a, a very good skill to have. Um, you know, being able to write and um, you know it's such an important important component of what we do, and um, just an important component of just communications in general. I mean, you're you're always sending God only knows how many emails a day, and um, you know again the recaps, game notes, previews, award announcements, you know all that kind of stuff. I and mean, you're just always writing. So uh, to you know, so I've already had a little bit of that background going into this. Uh, you know, certainly certainly helped. That's for sure. So after uh, the Capitol Sten, you went with the Toledo Rockets. You interned with the Toledo Rockets. What were your responsibilities, and how did they differ from your jobs at Capitol? Um, yeah, so I uh, I got the internship at Toledo um, after I graduated, um, and I was interning a little bit um, with the Ohio High School Athletic Association as well, um, leading into. Uh, that internship at Toledo, and uh, both of those were were wonderful experiences. Um, while I was at Toledo, uh, I had uh, let's see, I think I covered seven sports uh, while I was there. Um, I had track and field and cross country. I had uh, swimming and diving. I had both tennis teams, uh, and I had softball. Um, and then obviously, you know, you're helping out at all the football games, all the basketball games. Um, and, and, you know, and I, I really, you know, took it upon myself to, you know, I, I dove all in, um, you know, even, you know, the sports that I, I didn't have to cover or have to be there, um, you know, I went to. Um, I was at all the home volleyball games, and that's, you know, really where I, I learned how to do volleyball stats was, uh, you know, I, I just brought my laptop and I sat next to uh, Steve Easton, our volleyball SID, and, you know, I learned how to do volleyball stats while, you know, while I was working there because that was something that we didn't do at Capitol. Um, you know, uh, I was at all of our women's soccer games that we had, um, uh, Ryan Benedictus, and, you know, just to, just to be there to see and learn and observe, you know, how, how they did things. Um, you know, so I, I really, you know, I really tried to, embrace it. Um, Paul Helder and the head SID there, you know, did, did a really nice job and, um, you know, kind of giving us, you know, a lot of freedom and, and flexibility there and, you know, you cover your sports, how you felt you, you know, needed to cover them. And, um, but yeah, you know, I, I tried to, I tried to jump all in. Um, and I think in part of that, um, you know, it was also, I think just to, you know, to prove that I could do it, you know, there's, right. Even at the even in the SID world, I think there's a, a stigma against you know D3 or D2 SIDs that um, you know that the Division One level is you know something completely different and it really isn't uh, you know at, at all and so I think that you know part of that you know part of the reason why I, I worked so hard and did the things that I did there at Toledo was to you know to prove to myself that, you know, hey, I can, I can do this, you know, it's really not that big of a deal, that big of a difference um, between what I was already doing at Capitol, um, you know, as a student to, 
uh, you know, to what I was doing at Toledo. In some regards, it was a lot easier because you had a you had a bigger staff, you had a facilities team, you you know, you had all these other kinds of things that were going on. I mean, really, all you had to do was just kind of show up and, <laughs> and yeah, and be there. Whereas, you know, you know, here at ODU or you know some of the other places, you know, we're you know, we're scheduling all of the work study students and we're you know making sure the facility is set up and, and all that kind of stuff and um you know at the one level you know you're not you aren't really running into you know some of those issues you know we're stressing if the kid running the scoreboard is going to show up for, for the right. game so um you know uh so but it was it really was it was a great experience at toledo um you know i really really enjoyed it i stay in touch with those guys all the time and um you know they, they taught me a lot uh, you know, really, really embraced me, and uh, you know, so I'm, I'm certainly, I'm very appreciative, uh, you know, of the time that I was able to spend there at Toledo. So then the Ohio Dominican position came open. How did that job process go for you? Was it kind of a no-brainer to come back to Columbus? Uh, it, it was. Um, you know, I was, I was very, uh, I was very fortunate that, that the job came open. Um, my internship at Toledo ended in. Um, May of 2010, and uh, you know they, they gave me the opportunity. They said, you know, if I wanted to come back for another year, you know, I, I could. And, uh, and I, I thought a lot about that because, um, again, like I said, you know, I, I did really enjoy it. But at the same time, I knew that I was ready for a full-time job um, at that point. So, um, and, and I really I wanted to be back in Columbus, um, and so I was. Uh, looking for jobs and I was, I was applying for jobs anywhere and everywhere. Um, you know, I had an interview at Southern Utah university. I had, um, interviews with Mac, with the ACC, um, a few other places. Um, and when the job at Ohio Dominican came open, um, you know, I knew that that was, it was a really good opportunity. Um, I had, um, some connections and ties there uh, from some people that I knew at Capital that were uh, then working uh, at ODU. Um, uh, some other people that uh, you know I've worked with over the years um, had ties and connections to ODU as well. So um, they, at the time, the school was transitioning from NAIA to Division Two, um, so that was really appealing. Um, so yeah, really, you know, when that when that job came open, um, you know, gosh, I, I think I probably applied for it within, you know, an hour or two, I think, of seeing it, you know, uh, <laughs> posted. Um, you know, it was, and from that point, it really kind of moved pretty quickly because it, that was, it was in July, uh, you know, of that summer. So they were getting closer to the school yeah. year and, um, you know, I wanted to have some somebody in place. And, um, it, you know, and the other great thing about it was that um, the athletic director, Jeff Blair, had been the SID, and that you know is that's terrific to have that type of support you know from someone who knows the rigors of the job and knows the commitment and everything that goes into it um, you know and, and right away I think you know we uh, you know we we built a great relationship early on and you know and, and that's really helped um, but you know that was another you know really appealing aspect of the job even. You know, when I was just applying for it, um, you know, was knowing that, you know, the person I would be reporting to and that, you know, 
knows what it's like to be an SID because um, that's not always the case, uh, you know, at, at every school. So, um, you know, so that was uh, all those all those factors, you know, in addition to being in Columbus, um, you know, really, uh, you know, really made it an appealing position, and um, you know, was very fortunate with with how things worked out. Do you do any little side work for Ohio State? Are you a big Ohio State guy? Uh, I do a lot of side work for Ohio State, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I actually started doing some things um, with them back when um, back when I was still at Steve Net Capital. Um, Lenny um, had, uh, knew some of the folks at Ohio State, uh, including a guy by the name of Tim Street, um, who had been the uh, soccer and softball SID, and then also uh, Tim did um, basketball stack crew um, for Ohio State. And so Lenny would go over and help do basketball stats, and then eventually I just started tagging along, and, you know, next thing I know, I'm doing basketball stats for Ohio State um, at Ohio State games. And, um, you know, when I was a senior at Capitol, um, I started, you know, so I was doing that. Uh, I started going over and, um, you know, trying to help at some other events just to kind of get the experience. Um, so, I, you know, I went to a, went to a volleyball game, went to a couple of hockey games, went to a lacrosse game, um, you know, just to kind of tag along and just to see it and experience it because I knew, you know, by that point I knew I wanted to work in sports information. So, um, but, at, you know, at Capitol we didn't have, you know, we obviously didn't have a hockey team. We didn't have lacrosse. Right. So, you know, so I wanted to get some familiarity at least with those sports so that if I was working, you know, at a school that had them, I could at least say, well, you know, at least know what a ground ball is in lacrosse or, you know, whatever, uh, you know, so I could at least kind of fake my way through uh, through some of that kind of stuff. So, um, so I got to be really good friends with, uh, you know, some of the folks over there, uh, Kendra Willard, um, who's now uh, assistant SID at Auburn. Uh, you know, she was terrific. She showed me a lot um, back then and, uh, you know, and a few other folks. And so I kind of, you know, really got my foot in the door, uh, you know, some stuff at Ohio State, you know, back when I was, you know, still a student at Capitol. Um, and so I still, um, I still help do basketball stats uh, for their men's and women's basketball games. Um, and I'm actually going to uh, help them do uh, stats or hosting the volleyball um, semifinals, national championships. So I'm going to go over and, and help them uh, do stats for those games. So, uh, so yeah, so it's, it's fun. You know, it's a, it's a, obviously a great atmosphere and environment. Um, you know, I would, you know, I remember I got in, it was after the, you know, Greg Oden, Mike Conley, 2007. It was after all that point when I started there, but you know, I was still there for, you know, all the, you know, the Aaron Kraft, David Lighty, all those top five, you know, teams that, that they had. And, um, you know, to sit courtside and, you know, it's, you know, you got Tom Izzo sitting to your left and Admata sitting to your right. <laughs> You know, in a top five, top ten matchup, uh, you know, it's it's pretty cool. It is, it is pretty cool to be a part of that. We're going to take a little bit of a social media break here because i got to get people to listen to this. Uh, we're having actually an incredible following here, and I, I'm really surprised and really, really thankful that everybody's been tuning in. And uh, so if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook using backslash sports infocast and follow us on SoundCloud and subscribe to us on iTunes because I figured that out under the same username. Uh, you can also email us anytime at sportsinfocast at gmail.com to give us pe- feedback. 
provide some great ideas just to tell us you love us, you hate us. Uh, we'd love to hear from you either way. Now, back to the interview. I don't really expect you to, uh, to remember this, but where was Toledo's conference championship? Has it always been in Geneva, Ohio? I got a funny story that goes with that. Where was Toledo's conference championship? Yeah, the swimming and diving or, conference. The swimming and diving? Yeah. Um, it, it has uh, rotated around, I believe. Uh, I don't think there was a, a set place. When yeah. I worked there, um, swimming diving was at Miami. Um, oh, okay. actually, and, we, and we won the championship um, when I was the, the SI, swimming SID there, which was, that was a lot of fun. I went down there. Um, I can't remember. We had, we had, I think we had a basketball game like in the afternoon or, or something. And then I drove, I, w- I drove straight down there um, for the last day of the, the championships and was there for, for that. And um, that was a blast. It was, it was a lot of fun. And, uh, um, you know, the girls were trying to throw me in the pool and I was like taking pictures. I'm like, I got this like $5,000 camera here. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's, you know, trying, not trying to get fired or uh, be, be responsible for this, uh, for this camera. But, uh, um, yeah, it was, it was at Miami when, uh, when I was there. I, I've had one experience with Max swimming and diving conference championships. I was, uh, interning at Indiana tech up in Fort Wayne and we uh-huh. had the uh, indoor national championship was in Geneva, Ohio, yep. and we get there. The Spire Institute. Yep, the Spire Institute. You know how it's like a massive complex. We've got the national championship in one end of the building, and then the Max Swimming and Diving Championships in the other end of the building. And we never, like, there was no overlap. Yep. I, it was so yep. impressive that that whole facility. Um, yeah, we tried to book a hotel, and uh, the Ohio Bobcats actually took up all the rooms. So uh, <laughs> had to sleep on the floor of somebody else's room. So that's how, that's how that went. All right, I'm going to get back to the SID questions here. What was the process that you went through to get uh, OhioDominicanPanthers.com launched? It's one of the nicer Presto sites I've ever seen, actually. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, um, when I started at ODU, um, this was back August of 2010, uh, our website was still hosted on the university server. And, uh, you know, it was it was a mess. It was it was horrendous. Uh, You could only have like three or four stories posted on the front page uh, at any time. you know, it, it took forever to get anything uploaded. It crashed all the time. Um, I would have to, I couldn't even like post a PDF by myself. I would have to email our help desk if I wanted to get a PDF posted. They would have to go in and do it because I didn't have like access or privileges to, to do that. So that was, it was one of the things that right away I knew we needed to address um, because it, it was it was definitely an issue. Um, you know, when I started there, and uh, and, and Jeff, uh, who was the SID and, and then the AD, he had already gotten the ball rolling um, with uh, with Presto and um, a couple of other you know sidearm and um, somebody else that he had already reached out to, and they were working on some you know on some quotes and, and stuff on getting the website done. Um, and uh, the big thing, big push for us for Presto was that um, the 
conference office that we had was a Presto website, so you know it was it would make it a lot easier if we were Presto also, then everything would sync you know pretty nicely. And a lot of the other schools in the GLIAC uh, were already Presto as well. And you know, really, the my big selling point, you know, when we were having these meetings with our IT people and and all the VPs and everybody that was involved, it was, you know, listen for you know three four thousand dollars a year, we're going to get all of this, and then you guys don't have to worry about a single thing. You don't have to worry about me calling you at ten o'clock on a Friday night or a Saturday night that you know, hey, the website's down, or you know, I need to get this posted, and you know, and I can't. Uh, you know, this is, you know, what they, and by the way, it's also going to look incredible, you know, <laughs> yeah. and you guys don't have to worry, you know, about any of that. And that was really was, that was the big selling point. And, um, you know, thankfully that, you know, they, they bought in, you know, pretty quickly to, uh, you know, to that sales pitch. And, uh, so we, we signed up with Presto a couple months after I started and, uh, we had the website up, um, for new Year's, So it wound up being a pretty quick process um that was all probably within my first four to five months um you know that that i started there that uh, we were able to get uh our first website with presto and uh and and presto's terrific um to work with um you know and and really uh, you know with our contract we get a new design every three years and you know every, every time i just i i challenge them i said listen i you know i want ours to be the best website that you guys have. Um, you know, I, I want ours to be the site that when they're meeting with new clients or whoever it is, I want you guys, you know, pointing to, hey, this is what Ohio Dominican does. Um, you know, so I, that's that's always kind of been my challenge to them. And, um, you know, they've always have accepted it. And, uh, you know, they've, they've really been terrific to work with uh, uh, over the years. So, um yeah, so that's that's pretty much how you know how that's worked out, and you know obviously just like anybody else, you know we you know look at some of the other schools' websites and go, oh, that's you know that's a pretty cool feature, you know what, how can we incorporate that into you know what we're doing, and um, you know so you know we're, I'm not above that. Nobody is in, in this in this industry in this business, and if they tell you are, they're they're liars. So um, you know so that's that's really how that all came about. So you get a lot of creative input as far as the content subcontent goes with the website they give you that freedom yeah oh absolutely yeah Yeah. they uh yeah you know i i've you know i've looked at some other schools websites and you know and and kind of formulate my own ideas for you know how we can incorporate that you know into something that makes sense for ohio dominican and um you know every couple years you know i I just kind of sketch out an outline of you know some of my ideas and visions and i you know send it over to the presto folks and from there they kind of you know they mock up a design and uh you go back and forth make some tweaks you know with some things and um you know then they they get the ball rolling and and put it into motion so um yeah so they they do they do a great job with you know with all that um you know they're always you know responsive you know pretty quickly when you know if I break something on there or, uh, you know, or, you know, find a, you know, a bug somewhere and, you know, and, um, or when they're testing out new features, you know, they'll, they'll reach out to me and I know some other people and, um, you know, we'll, we'll kind of test some stuff out for them and, you know, and give them feedback, uh, you know, and how we can, you know, what works with that, how you can 
you know, maybe improve the functionality a little bit, you know, more. So, uh, yeah, so I, I, have a, I have a really great relationship, um, you know, with a lot of the folks over there, Katie Butts, some of the other uh, other people that, Anne-Marie, uh, you know, everybody over there, they, they do a great job. So, um, yeah, so it makes my job a lot easier, uh, that's for sure. So, um, you know, to be able to have that, um, you know, for a lot of people, the athletics website is kind of the window into the university. Um, and so that's why it's important that it looks good. The content on there is updated and, you know, and, and relevant. And, um, you know, that's, that's what we strive for. All right. So transitioning to another part of your job, uh, how important, just tell everybody, how important is it to be a part of COSIDA? COSIDA, it's, yeah, it's, it's a tremendous organization. Uh, it, it is, um, you know, I've been fortunate to be able to go to, uh, you know, a lot of the conventions over the years. And, um, you know, it's, it's great to have that type of uh, a support group, um, you know, because we're, we're all in this together. You know, we're, we're all working together for, you know, for the same common goal, which is to provide a great experience for our student athletes and, and our coaches and our programs and, and our universities. Um, and so it, it's it's wonderful, uh, you know, to do and, and to be a part of. Um, back, it's been, gosh, it's been a few years now. Um, you know, Lenny had uh, gotten me involved with the uh, academic All American program. Uh, so uh, so in addition to voting for all the the academic All district stuff, which any side member can do, uh, you know, I'm also part of, of the academic All American committee. So um, you know, so that's an important part. Um, you know, I, I got, uh, maybe it'll help out a little bit, um, our Midwest region, um, representation, um, you know, so we have some conference calls and, um, you know, just to kind of, you know, just go over some topics or, or issues that are, you know, kind of, you know, that we're kind of dealing with, you know, if it's coordinating things with the NCAA or with, you know, different coaches groups or, you know, just, again, just general, you know, matters that are, you know, that affecting or impacting, you know, SIDs, um, you know, so it's, it's nice to, to be a part of that, um, you know, try to, you know, help at least, you know, have a little bit of a voice or a little bit of a say, you know, in, in some of the things that, you know, that we're kind of dealing with. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, being a part of Poseida is, it's, it's terrific. It, it really is. And, um, you know, I've gotten to meet people from all across the country and, um, that, you know, you otherwise you wouldn't interact with or, or know anything, you know, really about, uh, you know, so it's, it's really opened up a lot of doors and exposed you to, to a lot of different things. Like you mentioned, you're the D2 representative, uh, in the Midwest for COSIA since 2013. How did you get that position and what are your responsibilities and, how do they differ from your current ones? I know you said that you guys have conference calls, uh, but what what else is with it? Yeah, uh, I mean that's you know really the that's kind of the big thing is just you know it's you know everybody like I said from across the country you know just kind of you know we hop on on these calls and just kind of you know discuss some um, you know le- legislation that's going on um, you know. Uh, uh, the big one, you know, a couple of years ago was just, you know, some, um, you know, just streamlining our coordination with the NCAA with, uh, with stats or, you know, other things like that. Uh, you know, 
know, that we talk about and that we deal with. Um, you know, there, um, I'm trying to think how many, well, I mean, there's probably about a, a dozen or so people, um, uh, across division two, uh, you know, that are a part of that. And, um, you know, we try to have, uh, in the past, we try to have a call, you know, once a season, um, you know, sometime in the fall, sometime in the winter, sometime in the spring. So, um, you know, so that's, I mean, it's, it's important. Um, how did I get, I think, uh, I think somebody from the GLIAC just nominated me or something. <laughs> and then, you know, and there was a vote between all like the GLIAC and GLVC SIDs and, um, you know, somehow, some way I, you know, I wound up getting more votes than anybody else. I don't know, you know, democracy, I guess. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, it's, you know, it's, it, it's a, it's a nice thing to, to do and be a part of. All right, I got to take another social media break uh, before we get into the third phase of our interview. If you guys like what you're hearing, go ahead and like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter using backslash Sports Infocast and follow us on SoundCloud and like, subscribe, rate, review on iTunes so you can get these interviews first. You can also email us anytime at sportsinfocast at gmail.com to give us feedback, provide some great ideas, tell us you love us, you hate us. We love to hear from you either way. Now back to the interview. You a big college football guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, who isn't? How? Uh, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard to follow it as as much as you know when I was younger because yeah. you know we're always we're always working on Saturdays, so um, you know, so I'm not as you know, probably not as in tune with it as you know I was eight or ten years ago when you know I probably could have rattled off you know a dozen players if not more on Oklahoma State but uh, <laughs> yeah obviously you're, you know you're, you're following it for sure how about the uh, first college football playoff rankings on Tuesday Ohio State slides in at six yeah uh, I saw that um, yeah obviously it doesn't look you know been able to catch bits and pieces of, uh, uh-huh. of the last couple Ohio State games and um, you know obviously they you know they haven't played great but uh, you know they're also you know playing some pretty tough teams. I don't think there's any, I don't care who you are, I don't think there's any shame in, you know, losing a night game at Penn State. Right. That's for sure. And uh, based on their schedule, uh, the rest of the season, I think they got Nebraska this week. Yes. Uh, obviously saw Michigan looming on the schedule and then potential Big Ten championship game. So, I, you know, I, I would think if they went out, they would still have a pretty good chance to jump back in uh, into the top four. Yeah, all you gotta do is just pass, you know, Texas A&M at four because that makes sense. So, all right, moving back in, and I want you to kind of answer these in a couple sentences if you can, because I, I do have a lot of them, but they are kind of fun questions. I like to think. Uh, what's your okay. horror story so far? Horror story. Horror story. Um. Wow. Um. I'll tell you the the one thing that always gives me nightmares is uh, inevitably like at the start of like the football season or something is you know either people not showing up or you know to work and so like you know I have nightmares where I'm trying to do scoreboard and PA announce and stats and and everything um, you know the, the one nightmare that I always remember having and particularly hasn't actually knocked on wood hasn't actually happened but um you know is uh not pushing 
space bar to accept the plays in football uh, at the end of each play. So, like, standing an entire game without ever, like, having any actual stats uh, being reported because you didn't accept the play. That's always a nightmare that I've, I've always had, which thankfully, uh, now we'll see we have two home football games left. Hopefully that doesn't wind up happening uh, these last two weeks. How about when you see other SIDs in your conference division or even in the entire country uh, and you see them and you look at them and you say, that's a good SID. What are some characteristics or what's some things that they do that makes you think that? Um, I, I think the big thing, the two big things are, you know, their work ethic and, um, you know, just how, um, how responsive they are, um, you know, in particular when – you know, when you're on the road and you're going to their to their gym, to their football stadium, you know, whatever, you know, are they, you know, are they helping you out? Are they, you know, making sure, hey, you know, your phone line works, you're on the internet, you got, you know, everything you need that you're set up and, and you're ready to go. So um, those are, you know, those are a couple of things that, uh, um, you know, I always kind of pay attention to and, and take notice of. How about one thing you're interested in learning more about from other people on this profession? Um, I would, I think the, the one thing, um, you know, that I'm probably always impressed with is just, uh, um, or the one thing that I always want to kind of keep doing more and more of would be, uh, you know, videos, putting together highlight videos or graphic packages, things like that, um, and doing them in a timely fashion and doing them in a way that it's not also consuming all of my time, uh, you know, as well to do, um, you know, I was, you know, small college SID wear a lot of different hats and, you know, sometimes, you know, and, and we don't necessarily have the resources to, you know, shoot video from eight different angles and, and stuff like that. So, so it's always kind of, you know, that's, that's the one thing in the back of my head that, you know, I will always wish that that's something we could do a little bit more with. Um, you know, and I I'd see other schools do that. I'm like, yeah, you know, I, just, I wish we had some more students or some more video cameras or, you know, and then, you know, some more people in the office that, you know, have the technical knowledge or wherewithal to, you know, then put all those together and, to, you know, some pretty neat packages. How about what's one piece of advice you give to a student or GA going into this profession? Um, be open-minded. Um, and, they have to, you have to want to learn and, and want to advance, um, and, and work hard. Um, you know, the, the hours are what they are, you know, like I said, it's, it's nights, it's weekends. Um, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be willing to, you know, accept that. And once you do, then everything else, you know, really falls into place, you know, a lot more, um, you know, after that. And, um, you know, like I said, you, you know, especially at the small college level, I mean, you're wearing a lot of hats and, and you got to, you know, you know, you're, you're doing InDesign, you're doing Photoshop, you're doing, you know, Adobe Premiere, you're doing, you're writing, you're doing all the web stuff. You got to know how to work with people. Um, you're doing the stats. So there's, you know, there's so many different things that go into it and you got to kind of like, you know, be a jack of all trades and, um, and be willing to learn and, and push yourself to learn and, and to do more. How about one thing you'd like to see accomplished with this podcast? 
one thing I'd like to see accomplished with this podcast. Yeah, yeah. It could be learning, well, you know, graphics and stuff from other people, you know, like you said. I mean, yeah. it could be a little Yeah, bit. well, you know, I think um, I think this is, you know, it could be a good resource, I think especially for some of the younger SIDs um, and people that are just getting started in this profession, um, you know, if they can hear, uh, you know, stories from, you know, from other people, you know, how how they got to, you know, where they are and, and some of their experiences and, and the things that they've gone through. Um, you know, I, I think that, that that could be, you know, really beneficial. And, um, you know, I know you've had some, you've had a couple of pretty good people to talk to already with, uh, with Tyler and, and Chris. And, um, you know, those are, you know, those are guys that, um, you know, have good stories to tell and, um, you know, are good SIDs and they're, they're good at what they do and people should want to be like them um, because, uh, you know, they're, they do things the right way. So, um, so just, I think, I think hearing that and, and um, you know, having that chance to, you know, interact, um, you know, and with SIDs like that, and, um, you know, is, is probably, probably the biggest thing that you can take away from a, from a podcast like this. All right, so turning it a little bit, what's your work-life balance? How do you how do you get through all the craziness between Ohio Dominican and Ohio State? Yeah, um, honestly, I struggle with it. I really do. Um, uh, there's, you know, no other way around it. Um, you know, it's it's a challenge. Um, you know, especially during the school year um, and and really during the fall and, and into the winter season. Um, I. Um, I try, I, I do better. There's times when I try to make commitment to it and that lasts, you know, for a week or two. And then all of a sudden I, you know, I realize it's eight or nine o'clock on a Monday night and I'm still writing football game notes. And, um, you know, so it's, that's something that even though I've been doing this, you know, for 11 years total and really it's seven years full time, um, you know, that's something that I know I still need to do better with. Um, you know, I'm fortunate. I've got you know, I've got a lot of great people. I've had wonderful GAs, um, Brian Desch, Sarah Twiggs, Tyler Jester, uh, Aaron McPherson. Those over the years, those guys have been, they've been terrific. Um, you know, and they've, uh, you know, they have allowed me at times to be able to, you know, leave work at four or five o'clock and just you know, just shut it down and, and call it a day because I know that, you know, hey, they can. You know, they can write the soccer recap that night or, you know, that, you know, I don't have to necessarily be at every single home event. You know, if there's a, you know, if there's a, a softball game on a Sunday that, you know, and I'm just, you know, pooped that, you know, they can cover it, they can handle it. And uh, um, so that that has been, you know, really, you know, really tremendous to, to have them and to have, a um, you know, a boss who's very supportive of that, who it pushes me to have more of that work-life balance that, um, you know, that, that I, I struggle with but, you know, yeah, it's, it's hard. It really is, um, you know, to, to do that, um, because there's, you know, you always feel like there's always something going on. There's always something else you could be doing. Um, you know, again, if it's, you know, writing something or looking up a, you know, a nugget for your preview or, um, you know, working on videos or whatever that that might be there always feels like there's something that you should be doing and um and 
and that's that's probably the the only unfortunate part I think about this business is that you know because you see and you see what everybody else is doing you know and I see what you know even what Ohio State is doing on their website or some of that kind of stuff I'm like man I, I want that I want to do that I want to do that for our kids I want to do that for our coaches and you know and, it, and it's hard to you know sometimes kind of sit back and go okay well they've got 25 people who are putting that stuff together you know we've, we've got two or three and um you know so that's yeah. that's probably the that's probably the biggest struggle that you know that i face with with my job and i think a lot of other people would probably say the same thing now i'm going to completely turn the combo how about the next time someone finds themselves in columbus because going to columbus on game day is my bucket list uh what's <laughs> okay. your what's your restaurant recommendation Oh boy, um, you know the great thing about Columbus is I mean you've got so many options. Right. Um, now this isn't necessarily a Columbus thing um, because they've got locations in Cleveland too, which is why it's always been my favorite place. I call it the greatest place on earth. Uh, the Winking <laughs> Lizard. That's my that's my go-to, um, hands down. Um, they've got you know phenomenal wings, pizza, burgers. You know, they've got about a million different beers. Um, it's uh, that's always kind of my that's, that's my favorite uh, destination. That's again, it's not necessarily unique to Columbus itself, but um, but that's my probably my favorite place um, overall. Um, Columbus specific places, um, Thurman's uh, down in German Village. They've got uh, fantastic burgers. Um, that's you know that's it's a, a pretty popular spot. Um, always hard to get in there. Um, there always seems to be like a line out the door. Um, so that would probably be that probably would be the other place that you know if you want to if you want to if you want a great burger, that's where you're gonna go uh, to get that. Finally, if someone wanted to get in touch with you uh, just for questions or comments or anything, what would be the best way to do that? Uh, you know, they can always shoot me an email or, or give me a call. Um, you know, my contact information obviously is all over knowhowtomakeampanthers.com. Um, you know, so they can, uh, they can, you know, look me up through there and, um, you know, I, I definitely, you know, would be happy to, you know, talk to anybody about anything, uh, you know, honestly. So it's, uh, um, you know, I, I always enjoy that when, you know, when I've had people, if it's interns or anybody else that, you know, kind of reached out and, um, you know, anything I can do to, to help anybody out, um, you know, I certainly try to do that. So, Scott Miles, we're done. We're tapping out. David, yeah, David, appreciate it, man. <laughs> no problem. It wasn't that wasn't that bad, was it? Of course not. Yeah. No, no, of course not. Yeah. No. Yeah. Tyler, yeah. Horror story. Maybe I should have said, you know, Tyler was making this out to be you know, an awful experience. But, uh, <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm glad that we were able to do this. I'm glad we were able to uh, to connect, and um, you know, I'm glad that uh, um, you know you had someone like Tyler that you were able to work with, and um, you know, and and hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully I showed Tyler some some things that he's been able to uh, you know take with him out there in, in Hanover, and uh, yeah, you know, kind of uh, you know keep keep doing great work out there. So. He uh, he and Chris both spoke very highly of you, and uh, real excited when I said that I had you scheduled down. So everybody, yeah, well, you, yeah. It, it, that's that's because when I heard they were doing this, I slipped them twenty bucks each to <laughs> to say nice things. So you bribed my guests. 
I'm, I'm not above on. that. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's got to stick around. My tour around the GLIAC continues. And also the WCHA, uh, apparently. Uh, Ferris State coming up, Alabama, Huntsville coming up, uh, Alaska, a guy from Alaska coming up. So, um, yeah, a lot of great things moving forward here, and I'm super happy that, you know, Sports Infocast is, is the only thing I wake up at, you know, 6.30 in the morning and try and get a Skype call to go through and sit in my kitchen while my, while my roommates are all asleep. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to do one final little outro. Uh, if you guys like what you like what you heard, uh, really, go ahead and follow us on Facebook, like us on Twitter. You know what to do, at Sports Infocast. Subscribe, rate, review on iTunes for more great interviews like this. And I'm super happy that you all listened, and I hope that you all have a great day, and thank you for listening.